0: Hello! Welcome back. This is This Insecure Life, and I'm Kathleen. Uh, We are 11 days into January at this point in time, so I hope 2019 has been rad to you for this last week and a half. Um, Let's dive in. My topic today is very um, (laughs) geography-based. So we're going to be talking about living in Vancouver and sort of touch on the various levels um, of insecurity from, you know, (laughs) looks um, to some of the, like, more hard-hitting issues. But not diving too deep, so giving space... To actually dig into those topics a little bit more in depth, um, as a non-geographical issue, um, the great thing about my life experience is that I can really pull from it, and um, I I I feel like sometimes things don't necessarily happen for a reason. But we can learn from them regardless. And um I lived in Vancouver originally in twenty eleven to twenty twelve. I was here for about ten months. And um I didn't really leave of my own free will. Partly I did, partly it was just a really bad time in my life. And so, um, I just needed a change and my grandparents needed help at home, so it was a Easy transition in that in that sense, but also it was a pretty big failure for me because um, I didn't expect to move in such a short period of time. That being said, the person and the look I had at that time are very different, drastically different um, than the body I'm in right now, and it's been a very interesting dichotomy to see the treatment. And the invisibility that my current body brings to me in this city, um, it very much is an L.A., Hollywood, North type of deal in regards to the looks department. Um, if you don't fit that Hollywood image or TV show image, because <laughs> a lot of filming is done here, you definitely fade into the background or get dirty looks, um, or just are stared at if you put on clothes and try to be fashionable. Um, and when I say try to be fashionable, I mean you wear what you like and you feel good in it. Um, people get weird about it. At least that has been what I've noticed. Um, I 100% know that thin privilege exists because I was thin at one point and not believing I was thin at that point is a completely different. <laughs> discussion. Um, Body dysmorphia is a very real thing, but it's been interesting and interesting in the perspective of the yoga culture here, the fitness culture, the um, very looks-driven aspects of the city. Not saying that it's everyone, um, but just generally, if you are that prescribed hollywood look you definitely get treated better um and, you know that's, that's that's the gambit um it will say that i have n- did notice when i moved back in 2015 and have noticed since that some of those deeper issues gentrification and um cost of living it's all gone up substantially in the city and so people are pushed out to the suburbs or pushed out to um the outskirts of town new west uh, surrey coquitlam all growing uh even moving into like north van and up into squamish like a lot of people do that commute every day because it just is cheaper for them to do that than not drive an hour morning and night to get them to their gig. So let's, let's get some, let's get some stats on this. Um, living wage in BC (laughs) is almost $21 an hour. It's, it's $20 and 91 cents an hour. Um, but the BC minimum wage right now is not even $13 an hour. So, there is a huge discrepancy in what employers are expected to pay and what is actually feasible um, that is from shoot let me give you my source <laughs> that's from vancity.com um it's living wage vancity if you google that and then if you go to the x ex- patistan i can i'll throw these links in in the footnotes i don't even know if anyone ever uses them i never do anyways it gives you the cost of living and so like it's it's pretty pretty crazy um so let's let's look at this i live i live in a one bedroom in a very very good area. Uh, when I was here in 2011, 2012, it was pretty desolate, um, where I'm at right now. Um, there were some shops, but basically the cross street, um, was sort of the end of the line. And, and since then it's very built up, um, along the main street. Um, and I was pretty stoked to land my apartment. It is a full one bedroom, doors close on the bedroom, doors close on the bathroom. The kitchen's really small, I will say that. Um which is a bummer because I'm trying to be a better cook and <laughs> it makes it difficult. But still like amazing. I have outdoor space on a balcony. And when I originally uh was renting, it was pretty decent. Um as as they do um property taxes have increased and so my rent has increased um it's still fairly reasonable for vancouver though so if i look at this is a weird it's giving me different numbers when i open it um so if i like look at monthly rent for a 480 square foot furnished studio in an expensive area it's close to two thousand dollars um you don't know if these numbers are actually correct i've looked at a lot of apartments uh right <laughs> lately <laughs> i'm gonna say recently and um just in the past just keeping keeping my fingers on it um yeah that doesn't even make any sense utilities oh boy it's so funny oh yeah no okay that's that's probably pretty decent um it's funny how different sites give you different numbers and i should probably do some more research into like where they're pulling from but um this this site has a one-bedroom apartment in the city center at close to 2000 which i think is it's not quite, it's 19. Um, but I, I, that is very accurate. Just outside the city center is close to 1500. Um, which is very, very accurate. I don't even know if people like I've seen people pay 1500 for studio bachelor apartments here. Um, I mean, we live in Canada, so let's not even talk about The fact that there is no cheap internet. I don't know if people still have cable. I have cable, but I'm a weirdo. And also um, working in public relations, (laughs) I kind of needed it to like keep up with news and record stuff and all that, all that good stuff. Um, But it's wild. Um, This has a weird breakdown for the summary of the cost of living. So a four person family monthly costs without rent is uh close to four thousand dollars. That's without rent, so one, four four person family need at least two bedrooms, right? So that's another two thousand twenty five hundred. Um a single person monthly costs, uh, one thousand one hundred without rent. That's probably fairly accurate actually. Um Apparently, cost of living in Vancouver is like 15% lower than in Toronto. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, I think that's debatable. Now, Toronto, the nice thing about Toronto is I find it has way more pockets um, of communities than Vancouver does. So you don't necessarily have to be in the downtown core to get that downtown core feeling or that community feeling or to have everything at your fingertips. You can really go outside the city um, and still get that. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's so funny. Some of these things have like random, like haircuts, Um I will say this. Their entertainment is probably pretty accurate. Basic dinner out for two in a neighborhood pub, $51. Accurate. That is super accurate. Um, alcohol is extraordinarily expensive in Vancouver, and I don't really know why. Because there's a lot of great um, local alcohol that, to me, should be a little bit cheaper, but whatever. Um Ooh, there is an actual um, cost of living calculator <laughs> on the BC website. If people are like trying to decide whether they want to move to Vancouver slash BC, it's it's completely for BC, um, and you just enter all the stuff and it calculates it for you. So I'll I'll add that to you. Um, purpose of me breaking down some of these numbers because it's kind of been boring and I'm and I'm sorry about that is that. If, I mean, if we just look at the cost of an apartment for one person, we'll say you're paying, um, let's say on, you're paying 1000 in rent, right? And you are only making $13 an hour because it's just easier for me to do that. And you work 40 hours a week. So you have, get <laughs> paid... Um, every two weeks. I mean, you you are not going to be able to save anything. So let's say your rent's a thousand. You make just over two thousand dollars a month. Half that's gone to rent. Then you have to pay for your cell phone, your utilities, your food, um, any thing that comes up. <laughs> if you don't have um insurance or extended medical plans, you. Dentist stuff, prescriptions—that's all out of pocket. Yes, Canada has free healthcare, um, but that doesn't mean that everything is free. Some of it's subsidized, some of it's not. Um, we can go to the doctor, but it's necessarily we can get the care we need. If if you need an additional prescription, or even if you have a cold, which I do, by the way. Sorry if my voice sounds funny. I meant to say that at the top, um, but just going to pick up cold medication. It sucks, right? Like so you're not saving anything. 50% of your paycheck, of your money is going just to rent. Um which is asinine because what's the what's the actual standard it was supposed to be like 30, 33% you shouldn't be spending more than that uh, on your income on on rent but that's what's the option right i don't have a car um i do drive but i don't have a car i should still have a car to go membership but i don't really use it um and like that's an additional cost especially depending on what your job is And, and you could work in the film industry right and whatever aspect and you need to get to remote locations. So you really do need a car. Um, so you have insurance, you have gas, you have all that parking stuff that you may not have a parking spot at your apartment. It's wild. Um, so it makes it really hard when you're focusing on the money aspect side of things, money aspect side. Wow. Seriously, can someone just clip that out cuz that's crazy and I'm not going to remove it. You'll yeah, get to deal with my word stumbling. Um so I just it's not it's not sustainable to ask people to work for wages that isn't a living wage. Um people burn out, they get tired If they do have a family, like, that's not going to cover their family. Um, They're not going to be able to buy food. They're not going to be able to take care of themselves, and none of that is a good thing. And all of that breeds insecurity, right? Like, if you are applying to jobs that are minimum wage, Um, And we're not even talking server minimum wage because that is a different ball game and there's tips and it gets a little bit dicey and hard to um, calculate because depending on where you work depends on how much you can make. And again, that comes back to the image thing. Um, God, so many industries are just based on this visual aspect and it is so mind boggling to me because there's just so much more to people. What I'm finding, though, is that, um, for me, and I'm going to draw just from my experience, when I get really bogged down, um, on the money insecurity, that, like, true, oh, shit, I might actually not be able to live with a roof over my head, um, which is high privilege, and I will say that there are definitely, um, People out there who hustle way harder than me and don't have uh, the comforts and the safety and security that I do. Um, so I want to acknowledge that at the top um, before I get into this. But when when I do worry about um, money, it's it's weird because then I start to fixate more on the superficial insecurities, ones that definitely. Um, have been ingrained in me, definitely have been fed to me by society, but also just sort of don't matter, but I get really obsessed about. Um, I've been having some really bad insomnia lately and so I almost got up to record one night this week because I was having these thoughts about it where it's like we, we, and I I say that and I'm I'm hoping that I'm not alone in this, that um, when there is when there are those things that we, we can't control, right? Like, I can't control if people won't hire me. I can't control what people think of me. I can't control a lot of things in this world. Um, but when some of those big things really impact you, right? Like the ability to pay your bills or the fact that you might have to completely change your life. Um, that... For me, for whatever reason, automatically triggers me into those more superficial, um, still very valid, I will say that, still very valid, but superficial um, insecurities. So that's when I really get to harp on my body. That's when I really start to focus on the things that um, in some ways are in my control, I'll say, uh, but that... shifts the blame and redirects the attention in a really not beneficial way for me and not productive way um but it gives the brain something to obsess over because it wants to obsess over something that it can control and I think that's where a lot of our insecurities do come from is this place of how can I control what can I change oh no I can't do that and then this fear-based movement in our lives um (laughs) you know I could be really wrong about all of this but that that's that's how I've sort of noticed the movement in my brain and the shifting and all of that um (laughs) So, you know, um, living in Vancouver as, we're just going to bookmark this, as a 22-year-old, 23-year-old, very different than living in Vancouver um, the last couple years and now being 30, um, it's just this wild experience and I don't really know how people in Los Angeles and Hollywood do it because... This pursuit of perfection, I think is what's actually killing us and what's actually making us lose the ability to live, and we're all just sort of slogging through and and when I say all I, you know I'm sure that there aren't all those people, but for the majority of us i I think we're just surviving, and we really do truly deserve to thrive. And that comes down to, you know, policy needs to change and we need to be better at advocating for ourselves personally and then advocating for ourselves municipally and provincially and federally and then through the world and realizing that if we can start doing that advocating. And when I say for ourselves, I don't necessarily mean it's all selfish advocation. What exactly do I need? No. What does the greater population need? I I mean, I would like to make $100 an hour, but the truth is, do I need that? No. So what, what is a good standard? Okay. Cost of living is $21. So maybe we fucking make the minimum wage what the cost of living is. Because the truth is so many people that aren't teenagers or aren't just working a gig to work a gig are doing it because it's their livelihood. And they really shouldn't be punished for that. Every job is beneficial and every job contributes back. If that wasn't true, the job would not exist. (laughs) And then what you didn't hear was the thought pattern in my head that went, and I don't really know why CEOs aren't eliminated then. <laughs> they don't really do anything. They're just a figurehead. However, um, it's tough. It's it's weird when you look at a place that you live in. And I can talk about this um, for Hamilton too. Um, Less so on the rent side, but we can we can do a cross comparison episode with with Kingston and Hamilton, and even um, I can do some some chatting about uh, UK costs um, and just living there as a student, that experience to do some compare and contrast <laughs> because it is it is different and it's wild and the people I think in this city because of this rising cost are definitely focused a lot more on that superficial and and when you do that it does become harder to build community it does become harder to be vulnerable and get to know people and it can be very cold and isolating so if you are in this city and any of that resonates with you, I'm sorry, and I'm here and fucking feel free to reach out. Let's go for a coffee and gab, and it doesn't have to be about the podcast, and you don't need to be on it. We can just hang out and chat um if you're not in the city and you and you want to reach out i'm I'm always here to talk to you um, but it's it's a wild thing and and i'm I know in some ways I'm alone in this, and in some ways. I'm not. Um, I've had friends move here and just really sink right in, but they are athletic and small and petite and they run and I hate all those things. <laughs> That's kidding. I don't run. I don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. And the city is a bunch of runners and runners' bodies and that is never been my never been my shtick. Um and quite frankly, i'm not gonna go hiking alone i love hiking i love being in the woods but i'm not gonna do it alone because it's a really unsafe thing to do as a human um let alone a female so slash woman let's say woman and not female um so yeah it's it's a wild dichotomy this city is has so much potential and yet is very stagnant in a lot of ways Things still close so early on Sundays. When I was here in 2011, 2012, nothing was open on Sundays. Small town, big city. That's what this place is, Um, which, which does breed a lot of insecurity. All right. If you want to peace out, peace out. Thanks for listening. If you have feedback, feel free to send it to me. However, it suits you. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. You know the shtick. And you want to take a breath with me, let's take a breath together. (sighs) Thanks for listening. Bye guys.